0: Welcome to our ancient future story, navigating scripture through the eyes of family, where I share with you biblical stories as a family member would share a story around the dinner table. As children of God, we are a part of God's family and His family story has a lot of history. Each week we will take one story and talk about it, the cultural Welcome back to our Ancient Future story. I'm Vic, and I am so excited to continue our story of Ruth together. Today, we will meet their family Redeemer Boaz, and we will see his unwavering kindness changed everything for Ruth and Naomi. They were in an impossible situation, widowed with no hope, but Boaz extends kindness to them and brings them into his family. Now, this is only the beginning of their relationship, but it sets up the rest of the story. So grab your cup of coffee or something to drink and get ready to hear part two of the story of Ruth. When we left off last time, Ruth and Naomi had just moved back to Bethlehem from Moab after being widowed. Naomi had tried to get Ruth to go back to her family's home, but Ruth refused and made the journey with Naomi instead. But as we get into this part of the story, it is important to note that widows during this time were heavily dependent on the community for absolutely everything, but especially dependent on others for essentials like shelter, water, food. Luckily, God had given instructions in the Torah of how to provide for widows living among them. The widows were welcome to go out into the fields and follow the workers and glean whatever food falls on the ground. Historical fun fact. Gleaning was known as a practice in ancient Israel for a way of society to care for those who were outcast, the widowed, orphaned, poor, etc. So it wasn't weird to see foreigners or widows in the fields. So Ruth went to the fields and began working. She followed the workers of the fields and happened upon the land of Boaz. Now, you may be wondering, where is Naomi in all of this? Why is Ruth the only one having to do all the work in the hot sun? And it's a good question. We have to remember that Naomi is really old, and it is perhaps physically unable to bend over and pick up barley off the ground all day. So Ruth went in place of her mother-in-law, and began picking up what had been thrown down. After she had been in the fields for most of the day, Boaz comes out to the field to check on his men and to count the day's lot, when he sees a woman from afar. The foreman of the field sees Boaz staring and says, she is the young Moabite woman who returned with Naomi. She came here this morning asking if she could follow the workers and pick up the barley that falls to the ground. She has been working all day with only a short break. Taking in this information, Boaz wastes no time and walks up to Ruth and says, Now listen, my daughter. Okay, pause. Why does Boaz call her daughter? Isn't it kind of weird to just walk up to a foreign widow and say, Listen, daughter, especially if we're supposed to infer that there's some kind of romantic vibe between them? Well, the answer is this. Daughter is a term of honor and respect among family members. But it can also symbolize for the reader of Ruth's place in Naomi's family. As far as society is concerned, Ruth is now a full-blood daughter of Naomi, and therefore able to receive the privileges and rights of a daughter, which in this case is the right of redemption. So Boaz says, listen, my daughter, don't go to another field to glean. Instead, come back to my field and follow my young women around. I will protect you and make sure you have enough to eat. So basically, Boaz is offering her to be treated like the young women of his house. He is giving her safety and privilege that she does not deserve. He is going above the call of societal duty and extending kindness to her. When Ruth heard his words, she fell on the ground at his feet, clearly confused why he is showing her so much favor. But Boaz assured her, I have heard how you treated Naomi and how you left your family, gods, and home to follow her here. Ruth, now fully overcome with greatness, says, Thank you for showing such kindness to me, even though I am not a part of your house. At mealtime, Boaz invited Ruth to join them at the table. She sat and ate alongside the workers of the fields. They had bread dipped in vinegar and roasted grains. Historical fun fact. This does not sound like a tasty meal at the surface. I mean, who would really serve their employees bread and vinegar? That does not sound very appetizing. But that is how our English Bible has interpreted the Hebrew. Here, the word for bread is not lechem, like traditional wheat bread. Instead, the word is pita, like the flatbread. And the word vinegar is not like oil and vinegar, as we think of today. Instead, it is the word to indicate a type of sauce, like hummus. Today, in the Middle East, it is still customary to offer guests pita and hummus. Ruth ate until she was full and still had some left over. When she got up from the table and headed back to gleaning, Boaz waited for her to be out of earshot before turning to his men and said, Do not isolate her in the outskirts of the field. Instead, let her come in deeper into the fields where the healthier wheat stalks are and glean from there. In fact." Go ahead and pull some wheat out and let them fall to the ground so that she may pick them up. Remember that widows were only allowed to glean what had hit the floor, only what was on the ground. But here Boaz is telling his men to welcome her deeper into the fields, where the better grains are, so that she may glean without fear or shame. So Ruth gleaned in Boaz's fields until evening. At the end of the day, Ruth left with about 50 pounds of barley. She picked it up and headed back to the city to Naomi. When Naomi saw her, she took a sigh of relief. They were going to be able to eat. As Ruth entered the house, Naomi gestured toward the bundle of barley in Ruth's hands, asking, whose field did you glean from today? And can you go back tomorrow? Ruth then shared with her mother-in-law all about Boaz and his kindness. At the mention of his name, Naomi was overjoyed, interrupting, I can't believe it! Yahweh has shown us grace because Boaz is one of our family redeemers. What luck that you ended up in his fields. Tell me everything. So Ruth continues to tell Naomi all about Boaz and his invitation to follow the young women of his house as they glean in the fields again naomi takes a sigh of relief for she knows that ruth will be safe with them and not have to face the danger and shame and hostility from another farm so until the end of the barley harvest and the wheat harvest ruth followed boaz's women in the fields and she lived with her mother-in-law naomi and that is where our story for today ends with a man showing unbelievable kindness to this poor foreign widow all because of the kindness She showed Naomi. Make sure you stick around for the next episode where we will begin to see a relationship blossom between Ruth and Boaz. Our story takes place in Boaz's fields. His field is known to be east of the town now called Betsehor or House of the Night Watch. Or house of watchfulness it is interesting to note that the fields of Boaz is in the same location as the shepherds fields the one where the angel appeared to the shepherds in and announced that the birth of Christ has happened this makes sense because after the harvest shepherds would often bring their sheep into the fields to graze this would feed the sheep as well as prepare the fields for the next harvest season So in the same field where Boaz and Ruth first met, a thousand years later, the angel would announce the king of their own line was born in Bethlehem, just two miles away, which is so cool. If you grew up in church, you probably have heard this story a few times, or at least parts of the story a few times. But I want to point out four main things that I think are interesting and help shape the context of the story. Number one, gleaning. What is gleaning? Back in the book of the law in Leviticus 19.9 tells us that Yahweh commanded his people not to harvest all the way around the corners of the fields, but leave them open for foreigners and widows among them. He also told them to permit the foreigner and widow to pick up grain that the workers had dropped. This was God's way of providing for the least of these in the community gleaning therefore is picking up the fallen sheaves of grain so ruth is partaking in this custom because she is both a foreigner and a widow and boaz is showing kindness to her not because he followed the law but because he went above and beyond the law which brings us to number two boaz's kindness boaz's undeniable kindness is the theme throughout this book Our English translate this by using the word kindness, but in Hebrew, the word is hesed, which means the unwavering devotion of a superior to an inferior, especially when undeserved. Boaz is going above the call of duty to provide and is lavishing favor on Ruth, but he says he's doing this because of the kindness, or hesed, she showed Naomi. In saying this, Boaz is putting Ruth in the superior position. She did not have to follow Naomi. She could have gone home. But Boaz is saying, because of your hesed, because of your kindness. Now I am showing you hesed." Ruth was not expecting any of this. She wasn't expecting to come across the field's owner in her quest to get enough food for her and Naomi to survive. She definitely wasn't expecting to run into Naomi's family redeemer, and she was not expecting the outpour of Hesed Boaz was showing her. But she got all of it. She was widowed, a foreigner, on Boaz's land. He didn't have to help her, yet he did, and he showed her great respect. And this interaction sets up the next chapter where their relationship begins to form. Number three, the family redeemer. We've talked a lot about the family redeemer, but I haven't yet given you a definition. In Hebrew, the word for family redeemer is goel, which comes from the word gael, meaning redemption. So a goel is the one who paid the price for deliverance. We have to look back at Leviticus to discover why this was necessary. The idea of redemption can be summed up by saying buying back. This goes for land as well as family members. This is not free deliverance. There is a cost to be paid, and the family redeemer, the Goel, pays the price himself. So if a brother falls on hard times and loses his land, his brother, as the closest able family member, can buy it back for them, therefore redeeming the land and giving it to the rightful heir. This was intended to preserve the land distributed amongst the tribes by Joshua. But to redeem a family member was to preserve the family line. So if your brother dies, the closest relative, likely a brother or cousin, would marry the deceased's wife and have children with her in order to preserve the name and legacy and family heritage of the one who died. This was put in place to A, preserve the legacy of the deceased, but B, because women who were widowed are unable to support themselves. In this society because they needed a man to do anything they would be the family redeemer's responsibility now the family redeemer did have a choice they could choose not to redeem the family but that would cause a huge scandal and we will talk more about that in the coming weeks but for now just know that the role of the family redeemer was crucial to society to preserve what was lost And lastly, number four, danger. The main point is going to come with a disclaimer and trigger warning of sexual assault. So if you want to skip ahead, do so now. Throughout our story today, we see that Naomi and Boaz warn and protect Ruth from the potential dangers surrounding a foreign woman gleaning in the fields alone. So what were these dangers? At this time, women were at risk of rape. During the time of the judges, it was like the Wild West, where everyone did whatever they wanted, and whatever they saw fit. That means anyone could have overcome Ruth or any other widow in the field at any time, with little to no consequences. But this again displays the overwhelming kindness of Boaz. He is offering her protection. He tells her to join his young women. He commands his men not to touch her and let her be. He tells Ruth to stay in his fields, within the walls of his protection, so that some other field owner or worker couldn't harm her. And because Ruth listens to Naomi and Boaz, she is able to glean throughout the barley and wheat harvest seasons, with no worries of anyone harming her. Boaz's land was a safe place to be. So how does this whole story point to Jesus? Jesus is the Redeemer. He is the only one who rescues us and welcomes us into his family. Through Jesus' work on the cross, he is buying us back from our sins. We were lost and without hope, just like a widow or a foreigner were without hope. He redeems us and welcomes us into his family granting us the right to be called sons and daughters of Yahweh. We are adopted into his family through his redemption. So before we go, I want to close our time together by reading the scripture from which our story comes from today. In Ruth 2, I hope that as you listen to this chapter being read, that you will embrace all that we have learned and that this passage will be illuminated for you. Let's read. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone whose eyes I had fine favor. Naomi said to her, Go ahead, my daughter. So she went out, entered the fields, and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in the field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. And then Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they answered. Boaz asked the overseer of his harvest, Who's that young woman belong to? The overseer replied, She is the Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said to me, "'Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves "'behind the harvesters.' "'She came into the field and has remained here "'from morning till now, "'except for a short rest in the shelter.' "'So Boaz said to Ruth, "'My daughter, listen to me. "'Don't go and glean in another field. "'Don't go away from here. "'Stay here with the women who work for me. "'Watch the field where the men are harvesting "'and follow along after the women. "'I have told the men not to lay a hand on you, And whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. At this she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked him, Why have I found such favor in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz replied, I have been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. Now you have left your father and mother in your homeland and came to live with people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May I continue to find favor in your eyes, my lord, she said. You have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant, though I do not have the standing of one of your servants. At mealtime Boaz said to her, Come over here, have some bread, and dip it in the wine vinegar. When she sat down with the harvesters, he offered her some roasted grain. She ate all of what she wanted and had some left over. And she got up to go glean. Boaz gave orders to his men. Let her gather among the sheaves and don't reprimand her. Even pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to pick up. And don't rebuke her. So Ruth gleaned in the fields until evening. Then she threshed the barley she had gathered and it amounted to about an ephnod. She carried it back to town, and her mother-in-law saw how much she had gathered. Ruth also brought out and gave her what she had left over after she had eaten enough. Her mother-in-law asked her, Where did you glean today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth told her mother-in-law about the one at whose place she had been working. The name of the man I worked with today is Boaz, She said, The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the dead, for that man is one of our family redeemers. Then Ruth the Moabite said, He even said to me, Stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all my grain. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with the women who work for him, because in someone else's field you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the women of Boaz to glean until the barley and wheat harvests were finished, and she lived with her mother-in-law. Thank you for listening to today's episode of our Ancient Future Story. I hope that you really enjoyed it. This episode was written and produced by Vic Carmen. Music is embarking on an adventure by Evan McDonald. Please support the show by subscribing and rating us. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Our Ancient Future Story. See you next time. Bye!